Welcome to Success in Medicine. I'm Dr. Samir Desai. Today, I want to tell you a story about a student named Joe. Joe was a pre-medical student who contacted me several years ago at a tough time in his life. He had failed to get into medical school. He was understandably upset and not at all sure what to do next. Knowing that I had years of experience serving on a medical school's admissions committee, Joe contacted me to schedule a strategy for success session. What's a strategy for success session? It's a session that I conduct with pre-medical students, medical students, residents, and fellows when people are struggling to reach their professional goals. What I do in this session is I develop a strong understanding of the person's goals, credentials, and background. It often, but not always, involves a review of their prior application to medical school, residency, or fellowship. Following this exhaustive review, I'm able to identify the factor or factors that are preventing the applicant from gaining admission. Once these factors are identified, I develop a detailed strategy to help the applicant succeed and land that coveted position, be it in medical school, residency, or fellowship. In Joe's case, he had a lot going for him. He had an attractive GPA and competitive MCAT scores. He had also been very active outside the classroom. So what happened to Joe and why didn't things work out? There were several factors, as there often are, but I want to focus on one particularly glaring factor in Joe's background. What was it? It was his lack of shadowing experience. Joe had not shadowed. So, during our session, I asked Joe why he didn't shadow. He told me that he had tried, but it just didn't work out. This isn't an unusual story. Spend some time on pre-medical discussion forums, and you'll see how often this issue comes up. While some applicants are readily able to identify and participate in shadowing experiences, others struggle to do so. To increase his chances of getting into medical school, I told Joe that we must find shadowing experiences for him, and that doing so would make him a more attractive candidate for the next application cycle. I'd like to share with you what I told Joe. I offered Joe very specific and actionable advice that would get him closer to his professional goals. When looking for a shadowing experience, an excellent place to start is with your own family physician or doctor. That's what I call the path of least resistance. You have an established relationship. Now all you have to do is reach out to him or her. Now what happens if your doctor isn't allowed to have students shadow? Some practices or offices have such policies. If your doctor isn't able to accommodate you, don't hesitate to ask him or her for the names of colleagues who are not bound by such policies. In Joe's case, it wasn't going to be that simple. He lived in a college town, a thousand miles from where he grew up. During college, he hadn't been sick, and so he had never needed to see a doctor. So clearly, reaching out to his personal physician wasn't going to work. Family members and friends can also help you find shadowing opportunities. Mom and dad can easily ask their physicians about shadowing opportunities, and don't forget about friends. Basically, anyone in your network should be considered one degree of separation 
from a physician. What about your fellow students? Upperclassmen are a rich source of information and can definitely point you in the right direction. Not to be ignored are students who have graduated from your college and are now in medical school. In Joe's case, mom and dad were a thousand miles away, so shadowing one of their physicians wouldn't be possible until much later in the year when he had some vacation. And he didn't want to wait. He also happened to attend a very small college. Every year, there were just a few students who went on to medical school. Unfortunately, he didn't know these students. We talked about his pre-medical advisor. Pre-medical advisors who have been in their position for some time will have had other students who have successfully found shadowing opportunities. So talking with your pre-medical advisor is recommended, and some advisors do keep a list of doctors who accept students for shadowing. Shadowing experiences can also be arranged through your college's pre-medical society. These societies have often been in existence for quite some time and may have well-established shadowing programs. Even if they don't, joining the society will allow you to network and learn who others have shadowed. Joe's pre-medical advisor was new to his position and unfortunately wasn't very knowledgeable about shadowing opportunities. Joe was also not a member of any pre-medical society because his college did not have such organizations on campus. I then asked Joe about his hospita hospital volunteer work. Why? Because working in a hospital puts you into close contact with all sorts of physicians. Although that's the case, unfortunately, the nature of most volunteer positions is such that you often won't be directly working with the doctors that you see. The doctors that you encounter will obviously be very busy, so it can be difficult to find the right time to approach them. One useful technique is to utilize other healthcare professionals to reach the doctor. For example, if you're volunteering on a hospital floor working with nurses or nurses' aides, ask the nurse about doctors who would be open to students seeking shadowing opportunities. Once you've identified a doctor, ask the nurse to arrange an introduction. If you can't locate shadowing opportunities through friends, family, fellow students, upperclassmen, pre-medical advisors, pre-medical societies, or your volunteer work, all is not lost, but the next steps require you to take even more initiative. What do you need to do? You need to directly reach out to doctors. Start by making a list of practicing physicians in different specialties in your area. You can easily do this with the power of the internet. Now some students, after doing this, will send emails out to these local area physicians. If you decide to do this, keep in mind that your email is the first impression you're making on a physician whom you don't know. Two things are important here. Your email must have the right content and it must look professional. In terms of content, it must be clear who you are, where you're at, what you're seeking, why you're seeking it, and how you've come across their name. Here is an example of a script you can use for your email. Dear Dr. Chen, my name is Joe Robertson and I am currently a graduate student in the Department of Biochemistry at Jones University. I am very interested in pursuing a career in medicine and would love to explore the profession further. 
Up to this point, I have volunteered in the emergency room at Mercy Hospital. I am now searching for opportunities to shadow physicians so that I can be more informed about a career in medicine. I came across your name and contact information from your practice's website. If your clinic or office permits students to shadow, I would be delighted to come and observe. I know that you have a very busy practice, so I do greatly appreciate your consideration. You are welcome to contact me by email or phone. Thank you so much. Sincerely, Joe Robertson. After you create your email, you will want to send it to as many doctors as you can. And then, you wait. Patience is important at this point. Will you hear from every doctor? No. Don't take it personally if you don't hear back. When you email doctors, here's something that I don't want you to do. I don't want you to send an email to just a few doctors. Why? Many students will send an email to a few doctors and then give up when they don't hear back. Trust me on this. If you send a lot of emails, you'll get some bites. Doctors, of course, are busy people. Some are better than others at responding to shadowing requests in a timely fashion. So send your emails far and wide in your local area. I have found that this email approach works well when done in mass. You do have an alternative to sending emails. What can you do instead? You can call the doctor's office or even show up in person. Now it takes a greater degree of assertiveness and initiative to do this, and that does frighten away many students from using this approach. But this approach, if done well, can be very effective. It does offer you one major advantage. You'll get an answer, sometimes right away. Whereas with an email, it can take days to weeks to get an answer. So what exactly do you do if you decide to visit doctors in person? Well first, you need to look the part. Don't think about walking into a doctor's office looking for a shadowing experience without having a professional look. So do dress for success. Once you have the dress down, take the email script that I gave you and turn it into a professional printed letter. Take it with you to doctor's offices. When you walk in, don't expect to meet the doctor. Instead, you'll likely meet the receptionist or whoever it is that checks in patients. Now that person may or may not know whether the doctor accepts students for shadowing. So the best approach is to introduce yourself as a student who is interested in going to medical school. Then tell them that you would love to observe the doctor. Then ask if it would be possible to meet the clinic manager. The clinic manager will be in the know and can tell you if the doctor has had students in the past as observers and whether he or she can accept new students for shadowing now. Don't expect a decision right then and there because the manager has to speak with the doctor. Before you leave, don't forget to leave your professionally printed letter with the clinic manager. And remember to ask for the clinic manager's contact information so that, so that you can follow up with him. Now what will happen is this. The clinic manager will communicate your interest to the doctor. He'll tell the doctor that we had this very nice, mature, and personable student stop by the office to inquire about shadowing. The doctor, if he's willing, will say, go ahead and put him on the schedule. The clinic manager will then follow up with you to schedule a time for shadowing. So there you have it. 
a detailed approach to land you that shadowing experience you seek. Did it work for Joe? It sure did. He decided to visit doctor's offices in person. He visited 10 doctor's offices and secured shadowing experiences with three of them. He reapplied to medical school and got in. Today, he is well on his way to becoming a doctor. In a future episode, I will focus on what to do after you've secured a shadowing experience. How do you make the most of this opportunity and how do you avoid mistakes? Until next time, I'm Dr. Samir Desai.